Hello and welcome back to episode three. This is New Paradigm Healing and this series is about ayahuasca assisted therapy. My name is Jessica Gooden. And I am Nina Itzel. And our intention is to educate, inform, and support the conscious and responsible use of ayahuasca in the Western context. In this episode, we'll be interviewing a very special guest, Michael Thornhill, an incredible curandero and co-founder at Casa Galactica in Peru. So a little bit of background. Michael and I actually met while we were dieting in the jungle of Peru because we're both trained in the Noya Rao lineage of Shipibo Curanderismo. And a curandero is a well-rounded healer working with all the plants, including ayahuasca, and additional modalities, which for Michael include channeling, qigong, and energy work. What's really special about Michael is he's a trauma-informed healer and an advocate of non-dual teachings, unconditional love, and empowering the healing of others, which I can totally attest to all of his skills because I've been on his retreats, received channeling and healing sessions from him, and witnessed his compassionate processing as he guides people to heal deep, deep trauma. He's such an amazing person, and we are so honored to have you here today. So welcome, Michael. Thank you so much, Jessica. Thank you, Nina. It's a beautiful introduction. Thank you very much. I'm honored and humbled. Thank you. Welcome, Michael. It's so good to have you here. And it's my first time of meeting you, but I know a lot of background stories already. So I feel like I know you a little bit, but it's so nice to connect in this way, in this platform. So big welcome and thank you for coming and sharing your deepest secrets, <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> with us. So just uh, tell us a little bit about your background. Where are you coming from and, and how did you come to, to work with this medicine, the ayahuasca? Yeah, thank you, Nina. Lovely to meet you also. So I'm from the UK originally, from North Wales, and uh, I lived a kind of a, a troubled life growing up. I, I got into drugs at an early age. My parents separated young. My, my mother was in hospital, in and out of hospital all of her life before she died about five years ago. And subsequently, I grew up a lot with my grandparents, and it was a little bit unstable, it was a little bit challenging, and I kind of turned to drinking and, and marijuana at an early age, maybe like 12 onwards. And yeah, I, I just got myself out of there. I got a scholarship to go to this private school. I was just like, there's more to life than this. But you know, I, I went to University of Manchester to study medicinal chemistry, and I was DJing music and all these types of things, hedonism, trying to escape what I now know to be trauma that was undiscovered. And you know, I was, I was doing a lot of drugs, many different addictions, and I was working in kind of these rat race, high-powered, headhunting recruitment jobs, just trying to look for a way out from this pain and suffering, and just really numbing it. And I began to get into meditation after my mother died because I was just wanted to experience something greater than, than this suffering. I knew there was something else out there. And then I found the ayahuasca. Someone had told me about ayahuasca. And I was living in Berlin at the time. And I went to a retreat. This retreat absolutely changed my life uh, and was a very pivotal moment for me in my journey. And, and what's led me to here living in Peru today and, and doing the healing work with, with plant medicine for, for other people like Wow, <laughs> that's impressive. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Um, so what, what would you say 
what are the main points that you would emphasize as a takeaway from the medicine in terms of how did the medicine help you and support you to transform your life in such a radical way, you know, that you just described, you know, this environment and this lifestyle. And now you are in Pisac in Peru. Uh, I see the beautiful forest behind you and you are living there with your wife and, and you are running this beautiful healing center. So how did this transformation happen? And, and what was, you know, the role of the ayahuasca, you know, according to your perspective? I, I would say as simply as possible, ayahuasca removed a blindfold. I could see more than the world that I was living. I guess that's the most simple explanation that I could give for that. And then it's been like a repeated process over and over again of taking that blindfold off and then really seeing the truth of reality, of the truth of who I really am, what reality really is like, or getting at least closer to the truth of it. Uh, and that process really is also letting go of all those things which aren't aligned which for me was alcohol, drugs, sex, work, this lifestyle that was really taking me away from the truth of who I was. And, and in the first retreat of ayahuasca ceremonies, I was shown this very clearly by different beings that I had a particular purpose to be here in this life. And they showed me that the life that I was living was built upon lies. It was built upon trauma. It was built upon fear. And there was something much greater. Uh, and I was not expecting that. And I was just like, what was that? Many years later, sitting here, I can attest to that. You know, that was, that was really bang on. Uh, but at the time, I, I, just, I was just like, I, I drank ayahuasca to stop addictions, to move over through addictions. I didn't realize that my whole life was going to change radically as I started to align with that love, that, that truth, with that, that harmony, with that, with that infinite intelligence, that infinite love that, that ayahuasca and plant medicines can, <laughs> can help us connect to. Well, wow. I'm just getting like shivers. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Amazing. I, yeah, it's just we, we connect, I think, so much, you know, to, well, we all have the same experience in a way. So, you know, when we are listening, it's a great uh, reminder. I think we all have similar experience in terms of expanding awareness and being able to see more clearly and that is a very, as you said, pivotal moment and the life-changing moment, that realization of, of something, you know, the bigger picture, if you want to say, <laughs> and the deeper understanding. So what helps you to, to put this into practice? So you had this big kind of awakening and understanding and seeing things in a different way. And I guess, you know, it took some time to come to where you are today. So so how was that process, if you can tell me a little about what supported you and how long it was and, and, and what were the main challenges in that? That's a good question. So it's great having all this information in an ayahuasca ceremony and then knowing that to be true, but then actually acting upon that. One of the most scary things that I've ever done, you know, uh, I walked away from a business that I built up and I was living, you know, comfortably in terms of Western standards. And within, within two or three weeks, I went traveling to India on a, on a holiday or like a, a month holiday to learn Reiki and study with this great, uh, well-renowned uh, grand Reiki master. And I stayed with her for a month and I was only supposed to go for a month. 
along that process, I realized I was just like, I don't want to go back. If I go back now, I'm not, I, I'm still connected to that life in, and those belief systems and those patterns and behaviors too much. I like, I need to go deeper before I can be free. So I decided to stay traveling. And then this great synchronized events happened where I had this job at, uh, teaching some of the Reiki that I'd learned at a, a yoga center and learning yoga and then traveling through India and Nepal until I came to Peru uh, on a trip that I'd already pre-booked to do a shamanic initiation and study out here in the jungle for, for 10 weeks. And then subsequently, I stayed out here working at a retreat center, being a facilitator, and then learning from the, the indigenous Shipibo tradition in the Noyorao lineage of the Shipibo tradition, and continuously going through these kind of, I, I would say, initiations, because it really felt like that, of, <laughs> of really letting go of all of these things that no longer served me, because I'd seen the symptoms as addiction, as a depression of wanting to kill myself from less than 10 years old, from living a life of sadness, and never thinking that I was going to make it to 30 years old. And Ayahuasca showed me there was more but then to really get to what that truth is to anchor in that knowing that there's something more and there was then a big process of looking at the trauma of releasing all of those things that had caused me to feel so separated from god from one consciousness and that it caused me to live this life of, of separation and depression so it, it's then a really a big choice a continuous choices to make of do i want to heal myself do i want to see this do i want to release this do i want to choose something different and the awareness is brought with the ayahuasca and definitely great healings but then outside of that ayahuasca is making that conscious choice every day and how you live your life and aligning with that wisdom aligning with that guides aligning with the infinite intelligence that's really where the magic can really happen and i'm so grateful to have this beautiful life married here running running our center at casa galactica and sharing and helping others through this process and sharing more about my own journey and the things that i've learned along the way Michael, your story, I have heard it multiple times now. And with Nina's story and with my story and all the stories that we hear repeated, I always gain some sort of new insights. And really what was coming forward to me as you were sharing your story this time was your emphasis on how during your integration process, you really went deep into healing your trauma. And I'm in interested to hear you share a little bit more about how going through this healing process guided you to have such a strong practice in your trauma-informed care. It's really present from what I've witnessed of you working with other people and also with my own trauma. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for, for that question, Jessica. The first thing I would say is the trauma that I've experienced has been violent, sexual, ritual abuse from a young age, from his two years old, suicide programming, you know, cult stuff, really, really deep, dark stuff that if you asked me a few years ago, I would say it didn't exist. So that's the kind of level of trauma that I've been healing with, with ayahuasca, with plant medicines. And throughout that experience of being so afraid and so scared as these things were coming up, I realized that there's a very particular way to work with people who have dealt with trauma on whatever level it may be. It may not be uh, as dark as some of the stuff that I've shared and mentioned, but it's all relative. So then the first thing I would say with the trauma-informed care is how to create a safe space for someone. Because for someone to heal, to feel like they can go into that trauma, the care, the space needs to be so safe 
safe and, and welcoming to be able to go into that. And obviously being through that myself, we have developed many different protocols in place through our own experience, often from you know not being looked after by other healers in situations who are just not prepared or equipped to deal with that. And that's just a reality. Sometimes people don't know the level uh, of experience that someone's been through. But then using those experiences to create a, a welcoming and warm place. A lot of healers who I know personally went through very challenging time periods, you know, especially in childhood. And I always understood that this is somehow personally for me, helping me to develop more compassion for others in this relative polarity. If you, if you never experience anything challenging, then you cannot relate to those type of experiences. So I don't really know any healers who didn't walk the, dark night of the song a couple of times and all of these people who I know become this super loving compassionate giving beautiful people that somehow you know was seeded from that those challenges that we went through so I deeply agree that going through difficult experiences give us safety and experience and confidence I think for me personally that I can hold space for other people no matter what no matter what comes up so I have that kind of confidence because I went through (laughs) difficult experiences and I trust myself that I can navigate in that contacts and I think this only comes through experience this is not something that you can learn from a book or you know just understand on an intellectual level yeah I I totally agree with you there Nina so thank you thank you so much for sharing your own experience Uh, we incarnate here I truly believe to experience these traumas to be able to learn from that in our own karmic evolution but also then to be able to help others wake up through experientially knowing how it feels, what to do, what safety is, and then create a really safe, nurturing environment for people to be able to not only say, you know, I'm ready to heal, but like, help me. How did you do that? Can you hold my hand? Yeah, of course, we're going to hold someone's hand if it's necessary and, and share all of that love and compassion that's a part of this coming back to unity to, to help others heal themselves. Yeah, I can truly see your emphasis and how important that this is and how it is the foundation of all of your channeling and healing sessions. Would you like to talk to us some more now about where you are on your journey, specifically about your healing center and all of the amazing things that you offer, the treatments and the sessions and the ceremonies? Thank you so much. So Casa Galactica was born from from Jamie, my wife, and I. Uh, She's also a great intuitive medium and plant spirit healer too. And we created Casa Galactica as your home in the cosmos for channeling and plant spirit healing, retreats, theaters, courses, and sessions. Really, what that encompasses is working with many different beings, galactic beings, plant spirits, higher selves, and and other angels, and these types of things that we work with as part of our galactic team and spirit team to bring healing of the of the highest integrity, uh, to empower your own healing, and also teach about channeling and activating your intuition. And we do that in the form of ayahuasca plant spirit healing retreats, which is really focused at trauma healing of healing, of opening to the infinite and healing physical, mental, spiritual, emotional trauma. Then we have our Noya Rao initiation theaters. Noya Rao being the main teacher within the tradition that we work in, 
who is a magical enlightened tree, an enlightened being who has many non-dual teachings of unconditional love and compassion. And we teach how to diet in the Shipibo tradition and communicate with plant spirits effectively so that you can then start to learn and bring through these channeling energies and healing energies for yourself. And then we also do a lot of our work online through either channeling sessions or healing sessions, deep trauma healing sessions. Uh, you know, we often work with people in many different contexts, either online and then in the jungle and vice versa. And then we do a lot of integration work and preparation work online with people to come through our programs to really transform and heal themselves, really to transform their life, to live the life that they deserve that's waiting there. And we offer tools and transformational techniques to help get there. But, you know, we're only guides along this process to work with us most effectively. You need to be committed to your own healing and willing to look inside. And if you're willing to to do that, then we, we are sure we, we can help you find whatever it is is waiting for you on the other side of whatever it is you've been through. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. And I cannot wait to personally check it out, your amazing place. You mentioned uh, about the preparation and the, and the integration and then your residential programs and retreats as well. Can you tell me just a little bit about how much do you think the preparation and the integration is important part of the process compared to just the ceremony itself or a dieta or a residential retreat? I mean, I, I may say that you've been preparing for this your whole life and you'll be integrating it for the rest of it. Uh, so, <laughs> so true. <laughs> but in terms of if you're finding yourself drawn to working with ayahuasca or other plant medicines, then preparation, yes, for sure, is very important in terms of finding out really why you're doing this, what you're prepared really change in your life if you are being shown and guided. And getting you know professional help from people who have been through this process is really beneficial. And we, we have a program with meditation, with calls, with, with guidance, with written documentation that we provide to everyone so that when you come to the jungle, there is nothing that is unexpected, uh, so to speak. And that's a big part of the trauma-informed care of, of, of being open and honest with people, what you're getting yourself into, giving people choice whether they participate in ceremonies, creating trust in an open environment that allows people to work through trauma. So part of that preparation is really clear communication from our side. And you know, the integration already begins on the retreat. We are working with Qigong, with yoga, with breath work, you know, that, that Jessica is also for providing. And these many other integrated techniques to help ground in and integrate that as well as giving people tools and techniques and a plan, how do I practically integrate that into the real world? Even people's steps and a guideline to follow, kind of like a rope to kind of hang on to, of like, okay, this is kind of where I'm going. And then we have follow-up calls, follow-up integration calls, and then we offer continued care as well for those who, who want extra care so that you're never alone through this process, as well as providing many resources, videos, and, and other things so that people can really have, you know, a multitude of options and resources that work for the individual to help them get the most out of their experience and, and make long-lasting change in their life. And then ultimately, for those around them as well, because when we change, it, it shows others that it's possible. We can't change others, but we provide a light. And as we cultivate our light, then it allows others to find their light more easily. So well said. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Wow. Thank you so much, Michael. And thank you for all those great questions, Nina. You guys are just so in sync. And I knew you would love each other, but this really, 
really shows our harmony and synchronicity of just being on this path and how much it can connect people from all over the world. So thank you so much for joining us today. And if you'd like to learn more about empowering your own healing, activating your intuition, and teaching about plants, including ayahuasca retreat, Noira Dietas, and new online courses, check out their website at casagalactica.com. And we've put a link in the episode description, so it's easy to find. Thank you so much, Jessica. Thank you so much, Nina. Really, really appreciate it. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for all the work that you're doing and sharing this out with people. You are such brilliant, bright lights shining and sharing your love. So thank you so much. Thank you. It's such an honor to meet you, even if it's just online. And I'm sure that we're going to meet again and co-create lots of good stuff. So thank you for coming and sharing your, your heart with us. Thank you. Yes. Thank, thank you, Michael. You. <laughs> so we're coming to the end of our time for today. So help us grow our tribe by sharing our episodes on your platforms. It's the best compliment you can give us. Stay tuned for our next episode where we dive deeper into the world of the mother ayahuasca by dispelling myths. If you haven't already, sign up for our mailing list to stay up to date about our projects and trainings at avatarhealingarts.com and modernsacredlife.com. And remember, you are the healer and love is the medicine. Much love to you all. Much love to you all. Mm -hmm.